0: This is the EWN Podcast Network. Do you know how often identity theft occurs? Every two seconds, affecting even children. The great news is that you and your loved ones don't have to become the next victim. In the Cyber Mindful with Sandra podcast, we'll explore together simple practices that increase the cyber safety of you, your family, and your business. I'm your host Sandra Esto, and I believe the key to protecting yourself from hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters is rooted in being fully present, both online and offline. This podcast is a conversation among friends. I'm delighted that you are choosing to take charge of your cyber safety because you deserve to have peace of mind online and protect what matters most to you. So let's do this together. Welcome to another episode of Diver Mindful with Sandra. Today, oh my goodness, I am so, so excited, grateful, happy. I, I cannot content myself with who is going to be with us in the show. So I'm going to read her bio so you know who she is, but I just wanna go right into the question. So I'm gonna go and tell you who is here. So Natasha Graciano is a passionate is passionate about helping people transform their lives through neuroscience and ancient wisdom. She's the number one female motivational speaker under forty, as seen in Forbes magazine and top female is the top female mindset coach by Business Insider. She's named a leader a leading mindset coach and inspirational speaker by Kearney Kardashian Post magazines. She has over 15 million followers on social media. I mean, this woman is just incredible. Her message is amazing. And she's one of the most influential influential thought leaders today. Now, here's the, the, the part about Natasha that really got my attention. And from a homeless, broke, single mom. Natasha transformed her life and is now the best-selling author. She, she speaks on stages alongside of Gary Vee, Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, Mark Cuban. I mean, and the list goes on and on. She has created a brand. She has created something so special. And I love to be it until you become it. Welcome, Natasha. Thank you so much, my love. That was such a beautiful intro. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today with you. Now, Natasha, let's let's start unpacking your story. I mean, how from homeless you become to be this successful, amazing entrepreneur, amazing brand, amazing leader. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: You know, I always say to people, don't look at me now. Don't look at me now by all these accolades and Mm -hmm. things of where I sit. Look at how many times I fell down and got back up. Look at how many times I was thrown to the curb by society, by the world, and I had to stand back up. Uh And it's taken a long journey to get to where I am now. It's taken tenacity, Uh resistance, resilience. It's taken determination like no other you know i remember having no money i remember feeling suicidal in tens of thousands of debt thinking how am i going to get out of this thinking how am i going to overcome this mm-hmm. how am i going to be able to just live a normal life again mm-hmm. that was one of my lows i was also ill i had an illness an autoimmune disease called a hyperactive thyroid the mm-hmm. opposite of hypo and i was really unwell mm-hmm. And with that, it had me bedbound on and off for months and months and months. Yep. And it was a really hard illness to overcome, but when I was going through it, I realized that it must be happening to me for a reason, right? Everything happens for a reason. And I started to read and study. I got myself a mentor. And that was the best thing I ever did. I invested in education. I invested in myself Uh because I realized if I don't invest in myself, who's going to invest in me? So true. I need to build myself back, but not as the Natasha I was. Uh No, she's gone. She's finished. She's never going to be the same again. And by the way, I didn't want to be that version of Natasha again, but I knew there was something else trying to come through. I needed to shatter the ego around me. Uh-huh. To become the new version of me I was meant to become.
0: I love that. And, you know, I love that you t- talk about your journey and you said, you know, it's tenacity, it's hard work. You know, sometimes you you see someone and it's like, oh, this is an overnight success. And people think of that. It's just like that there is no effort and that it just happened like that and that you were lucky Like, talk about that with, with, you know, what it meant for you to be in that journey. Like, you had fears, you have limiting beliefs that you have to conquer. Tell us more.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, when somebody says you're lucky, Mm -hmm. I don't believe in luck. We make our own luck. Yes. If you call hard work, sweat and tears luck good for you. I believe I'm a lucky person because I put in the graft. Mm -hmm. I put in the hard work and I have a mentality and a mindset that I have trained and reprogrammed to be somebody who attracts amazing opportunities, people and places to me, which is what I train my students to do, my clients, my friends, because there is a way of becoming somebody else. And yes, I have fears. Mm -hmm. And yes, I had limiting beliefs. But I learned to deal with them because fear is just false evidence appearing real. So I needed to break down what I was scared of. I was scared of actually becoming someone. I was scared of the world not liking what I was doing. I was scared Mm -hmm. of people talking badly about me. And then I thought, hang on a minute. These are all other people's fears. This is his story, not mine. What's my story? I am going to block out the outside noises, keep it away from me so that I can move forwards in a straight direction without distractions and I can achieve what I need to. Because if I listen to the small voices, I'm never going to do it for the big masses of voices. Uh, uh, So you have to let
0: go of the smaller voice in order to get to the bigger uh, masses. I love that, Natasha. And, you know, distractions is a big topic that we have in this podcast because... Today, there just, we live in this world, of so many distractions, whether it's social media or everything that happens out there. So how did you deal with that? How, how do you, you center yourself? Tell us more of some of your techniques.
1: I have so many techniques. The main one that I write about in the book is my MBS method, mm-hmm. which is meditational behavioral synchronicity. Yeah. It's a form of guided meditation incorporating ancient breathing techniques, pranayama, mm-hmm. many others, with modern day neuroscience. And you do this all in an altered state of awareness, and there, You can reprogram your mind, you can unlearn what you know to grow, you can remove the main limiting belief that is stopping you from achieving your ultimate goal or desires and once you remove that one main limiting belief, you actually have a chance of reprogramming whilst in the altered state of awareness, whilst in the alpha or the theta state, which are slower brainwaves than we're in now, which is beta. And once we're there, we can rewire it. We can reprogram and visualize what we do want to achieve, mm-hmm. what we
0: do want to become and who we want to be. I love that. And I have done your your meditations, your MBS. It's amazing. And it really, it resonates so much with with something that I believe that we also have. I, I, you know, this podcast is, includes technology and cybersecurity. And I think we have so many limit tech beliefs too, which your 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 meditation can help with that too. It removes that limiting mindset that is hard that it you know we' I'm not smart, I'm not good enough or you know all the things that sometimes we play in our heads. Oh, absolutely.
1: We have limitations around I can't use technology, I'm not good at doing yep. things mm-hmm. like how am I going to be able that to- I had them? In fact, I wasn't great at them. I was terrible, believe it or not, on social media. I didn't even know how to use my own TikTok account until about a month ago. Uh We have 5 million followers on TikTok. But I knew I have to learn to do this. Uh If you want to get ahead of the curve, you have to stay ahead of the curve. You have to research and understand the latest iPhone. It's like, okay, your iPhone does this update, the latest iOS update every however many months, whatever it is, weeks, whenever it does that update, if you don't press update, you don't get the latest features. Why would you stop yourself, your body or your mind or your business from upgrading? Absolutely. You would always press the upgrade button, right? So if I can show you how to upgrade in your body, and your mind, it's the same thing as your business. You're just going to keep moving forward. You're going to be like, okay, I get it. I need to get my name out there. I need to get my brand out there. I need to put effort into learning technology. I sit on all the calls, the training, the original trainings that we do with any new technology in our business. Mm -hmm. We just got a new tech service in there. I'm not going to be the one running it. My team is, Mm -hmm. but okay, I may want to message some of my my fans or I may want to message some people yeah. from time to time. So I want to learn how to do it and I want to be ahead because I don't want to sit in the dark. I don't want to be the only one in the whole team that has no idea what they mean when they say, hey, it's not working today. I want to be like, well, why don't you try this? Because I understand Absolutely. software and the platform. So upgrade your mind, upgrade
0: your life, upgrade your business. Always. Strive to upgrade every part of your life. I love it. I I I couldn't agree more with you. Absolutely love it. Love it. Now I want to shift uh, a little bit uh, because you have a big follower in social media, and today there are some stereo, uh, some pressures. Let, let let's call it that way. That you know, some some young people might might have the idea. I have to be perfect. I have to be like this influencer, or like this person, and they might sometimes don't like themselves that much. So, what would you say, or what, what is you know, with, with your with the work that you do, because you are amazing, and, and I want to talk about the the um, philanthropic side that you have. But before, how what what would you recommend someone that is starting in social media that see these massive accounts and that feel that they are not good enough because they are comparing themselves with someone that already made it well first of all
1: comparison is the thief of joy Mm -hmm. so don't compare yourself ever Uh No, you're on your own journey to success and your own journey to love it helping other people in your way now there are people on there who are experts. Mm-hmm. There are people in the e-commerce market who are the best, Amazon. How do you compare if you're a business just starting with Amazon? You can't. Yep. It's hard to try and compare. So don't. Firstly, Secondly, when you see them, just take the jealousy out, the anxiety out, the fear out and transform it, transcend that feeling into inspiration. Be inspired. I love it. That these people are doing it and guess what? Cuz they did it, you can do it. Yes. Cuz they learned to hack the system, you can learn to do the system. Whatever they did, you can do. As long as it is adding positive impact to the world and not harming anybody. Yes. Always think I want to get my social media up. I want to grow my social media. Why? Because the more people I'm before, the more people who are impacted by my message, the more people I'm serving and
0: helping. Mm-hmm. And the bigger the change I'm making in the world. Of course, of course. Yeah, it's it's so important. now, Natasha, what about someone that might feel pressure with their image? Like I, I've seen, you know, Cyberbullying is one one word that comes into my mind. Um, and the things that have happened in social media, painful and, and, and sad. Well, I was cyberbullied. Talking of this topic, I was literally cyberbullied. I had so many people
1: attack me online. Talk about that, please. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you know, how much do you want it? How much do you want to get to where you want to go? Because someone is always going to, not like what you do. Someone's always going to be jealous of what you do. Someone always is not going to want what you do or is going to want what you do. And they are going to put it out there. They're just keyboard warriors. I call them keyboard warriors. They are behind a screen and they type because Uh you can't see their face. And people are sick and they enjoy bullying. And there is nothing that we can do on the other side of it. If they want to waste their day creating ailments in their body sending out rays of negativity to the world there's nothing we can do but send them love uh-huh. and i have been the target of huge cyberbullying. i've had like videos made on me which by the way were quite well put together and some parts of them are true but i do not sit and absorb that and let that ruin my life Uh and let that make me depressed because that is not going to stop me. How badly do I want what I want? goes back to that question. I want what I want so much. Nothing is going to stop me because I'm helping people. I save lives almost every day of the year. Last week when I heard this lady, her daughter, I'd saved her. I didn't even know her daughter. Uh The fact I'd saved her daughter's life, apparently according to her mother, means the world to me it's why i do what i do and i will not stop for a little voice and a little bully and somebody online i'm human so of course if i see a comment like oh you have a really like big nose or you have really big shoulders or like you have really big hands or anything that's rude against your body that you're born with is difficult right and you there's nothing you can do apart from just take it like an emotion And instead of holding it in and letting it upset, you just let it flow out the other side. But it's okay. That's their opinion. And by the way, I can't see them probably behind the screen. They're probably severely obese and really unhappy. And like, there's something going on there. We don't know what they're going through. Everyone has got their own story. Everyone's going through their own challenge. And when someone is angry at you, it's because they're feeling angry inside of them. And I just don't let it filter through we keep it away from us in our company like when somebody wants to project hate I don't want to hear about it I don't want to be no. affiliated with it I keep it away from me and I keep going people come to me like oh did you know this person saying this about you and I'm like why do they feel comfortable telling you no. and then you know well that's for them to think about Yeah, And then when they do, it's how they defend it. Like she's an amazing person, leave her alone. Or they just block the person who tells them the bad news. I don't want to hear bad news. I want to hear good news every day. So I focus on the good news. You know, I focus on the good things. I focus on what I am doing right. I'm not perfect. I've made so many mistakes. The way I grew my social media was completely unorthodox. I did not do a lot of the things in the same way that, you know, someone did for 20 years. It hasn't even been around that long Instagram but you know I I didn't I did a lot of unorthodox things why because I needed to get in front of the right people that need me and once I'm in front of the right people it's up to me to make sure they stay there through my amazing content through the effort the connection I build and so on and so forth and then it builds organically but you know what if people want to say oh she's fake she's this she's that Keep saying it because it don't mean nothing to me. I'm going to continue being authentic to myself. And yes, I'm not proud of some of the things I've done. I was fake in so many ways a few years ago. I've said things that haven't always gone to plan. I've tried to do something that didn't always go to plan, came out wrong. You say the wrong thing in an interview and you're absolutely like, you know, picked apart for it people save it they keep it but that's up to you if you want to store that in your mind don't you want to go make a difference in the world too don't focus on me if you don't want to listen to my stuff um, Unfollow me if my methods Mm -hmm. are not helping you then you're not for me because there's another 12 million people that are following and that following is not going down so you know we we're working here as a group collective focus on the good focus on the
0: amazing stuff in the world not the bad I love it. I can just say I applaud you for that, and it takes it takes so much confidence and clarity in your message to to be that to be that strong and to to know exactly what are you doing and what are you do why are you doing it, and I think that's what I love and I I got attracted to you very recently. I did not know you existed, and I devoured your book. And by the way, if you have not read Natasha's. Be it until you become it. Just, it's amazing. I, I, I read it in a day because there's so much wisdom and I have been investing in myself like you, actualizing and, and upgrading myself. And, and I'm so grateful that you exist, Natasha, that you are right here making a difference regardless of who or what is being said about you so you are oh my you gosh. are
1: the biggest people at the top have the biggest things you know against them like look at or, or the, any of the biggest names that you love Jay Shetty there's so many nasty things on him but he's an amazing human look at Grant Cardone same thing mm-hmm. so much on him but he's an amazing human anybody who's doing something and spreading that much good light in the world is gonna have so much hate but the haters are still fans they fuel you (laughs) literally when 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 somebody says something bad about you my viewings go up my ratings go
0: up exponentially i'm like (laughs) keep it going baby you're helping (laughs) so good now um let's talk about your uh, uh, your philanthropic side i mean i i love that You said something about the the better and the more abundance that you have, the the better you can help, the more you can give others. Like share with us, what are the things that you have done?
1: Well, Phil. Philanthropy is a very big part of my life. It's something that I've always been accustomed to. And I did growing up, you know, from giving to charities um, in the street to actually committing to direct debits where I fund very and I still do. And I have done for like 15 years the same charities. It's so funny Um, with the same bank account. So I help a lot of charities in that way. But I stepped it up on a bigger game because as you start to earn more money, you realize, well, hang on, I could probably do a little bit more than a few thousand a year. I could probably do something on a on a huge level. So recently I had the opportunity to go to Guatemala with Pencils of Promise, a charity that I'm on the advisory board of. They have the most wonderful lineup of people on there, Gary Vee, Justin Bieber, Sean Mendez, Gigi Hadid just did a campaign with them, Meadow Walker, wonderful people. And I spent... Um, some time in Guatemala with the children in the schools that Pencils of Promise have, have built mm-hmm. and I am now building my own school with them. So I'm so excited. This is going to be one of my biggest achievements of my life, building a school for children to be educated in a country which is so magnificent and beautiful and the children that have, some have never even been to school, mm-hmm. but the most important thing that I love about Pencils of Promise is that they provide Things like toilets and clean facilities for the children to use and that sounds like such a basic thing, but they don't have that. I went into the homes of some of these kids and families and they don't even have a bed to lay on. They don't have, you know, even like roofs um they they don't have bathrooms forget it showers what is that like yeah. they don't know basic needs and necessities and so disease spreads easy yeah the girls when they um have their menstrual cycle every month they they come out of school for like a week at a time the fatality rate is so high because disease is spreading these kids are going to the bathroom they're not washing their hands and they're spreading illness yeah and then disease and then it's just spreading and, and killing a lot of them and then you have girls who are using a rag for a whole week instead of proper yeah. um you know products and then that's taking them out and and sometimes they don't even go back to school yeah. it's so sad and so what the charity does is puts in place programs and facilities that help build bathrooms which are really beautiful and yeah. clean facilities for them to wash their hands and keep hygienic and and healthy and then they take that home to their family and then it goes into the community so it's more than just schools yep. it's education but so much more day to day where the fatality rate the mortality rate is coming down children are healthier they live longer lives mm-hmm. and they're happier They're it's just a beautiful environment so i'm just so excited that i'm a part of it and i can't wait to see my school fully built i'll uh, we'll go out there again in march which will be wonderful and so that's my my latest mission, just building the school. Because I was wanted to do an orphanage, but a, a school orphanage, I mean, there'd be six hundred and forty kids, you know, mm-hmm. in each school. So I, I feel comfortable with that. I feel I feel like that's a good start. I'm I'm gonna aim to do one
0: every year. I love it. You know, as someone that grew up in, in Venezuela, I have I'm so familiar with it. I grew up in that kind of environment that you describe. Um, I never had a bathroom. And oh my gosh look at you now this is so beautiful so and I'm so grateful like so in, in the same way in any way that I can help you or in you know, and I, what I'm doing with 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 my mission it's exactly what you what you do and you know to whom much is given much is required it's always in my mind and we have been so blessed How did you
1: get out how did you how did you get out of the country how did you like Change your life so drastically? Sorry, I know it's um, a question, me asking you a question, but it's just so intriguing for me. Yeah. So
0: um, when I was 11, we were evicted, my mom and I, and I was bullied. I remember being on the ground, beat up. And what I thought was what my teacher, Mrs. Marlene, said in, at school that week. And she said, happiness is a choice and you are the architect of your own life. And I don't know, those were the words that were in my mind. And I said, I'm the architect of my life. I'm going to make it. And at 11, I made that promise. And, you know, I think once you make a decision, things start to align and it wasn't easy, but every step that I took, took me closer and closer to being out of that poverty, to provide for my family, I, I, you know. Pay for my school. I work during the day and I, I work at night. I During the day, I work and at night, I went to school and I graduated as a system engineer. I mean, got jobs, you know, better jobs, better jobs. And in 2005, my last company that I worked for relocated me from Venezuela to the US. And, um, but. Yeah. And then from there, my my life went upside down. My identity was stolen. I was taken by Homeland Security out of a plane. And for six years, I live an identity theft nightmare. So, um, and that's why I do what I do now. Um, you know, teaching about cybersecurity, cyber safety, and and how you, you know, in the world that we live, how, how we all can protect ourselves in a way. Did they find the person? Did they find the person who did that to you? No. No, no, I, I, every single time that I travel, I just had to prove that I was a real me and over and over. So we never found who, but I was very distracted, Natasha. So taking responsibility for my life, I was always very busy, like, oh my God, I gotta do this and this and that, and never pay attention when giving my personal information, when, when sharing with someone and, you know, it, it can happen so easy and so fast so wow that's a little bit so, about so interesting wow so interesting Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for sharing oh thank you for asking now uh i i is there a question that i didn't ask you that you would love to answer for our audience i know <laughs> you're a
1: wonderful interviewer i <laughs> think i've you've asked me everything i mean the one thing i would want to share is how to create a life of your dreams Mm -hmm. how to step out today and actually you know going into 2023 how to actually get ahead well first of all right now you are one month ahead so when you listen to this it'll probably you'll be nearly at 2023 but you are ahead already because we haven't yet started the new year but even if you're listening to this and you have You have every day from this moment that you heard this message. I'm just channeling the message for you, bringing it to you. I'm just the voice that you need to hear today. I'm the sign from the universe. And what do you need to do? You need to lay out your goals very clearly. Uh And you need to have them structured. What are your absolute goals you want to achieve this year? Uh And lay them out underneath that, what are the things that you could do towards that goal? Mm -hmm. So let's say your ultimate goal is to, you want to have a book out this year. Great. So you need to write chapters, find a publisher, create this, that, and the other. That's goal two, you know, in the second section. And then the final section of goals is ideas. What are things that you'd like to get started on this year? Maybe you want to give to charity. You want to create your own charity. Maybe you want to climb Kilimanjaro, but that might not happen this year, but these are ideas that you'll ponder Mm. on, but you won't necessarily do. Now, if you do three small goals a day, that's 1095 goals a year. Mm. Isn't that amazing?
0: That, amazing so just do
1: three small goals a day which is 1095 goals a year and you will achieve your
0: dreams and you will get to where you want to be faster love it love it thank you natasha now you know i there there are two questions i always ask and finish to finish this, this podcast number one is what is your favorite piece of technology and why the
1: phone You've- my mobile phone is everything because it's my biggest connector i can call people on it i can contact anybody in the world on it i can record my content onto it it's a it's a photo booth it's everything i could ever need it's a compass <laughs> my phone is my favorite thing ever and people always say you're always on your phone but oh my gosh i'm connecting with people all over the world all the time yeah so
0: my phone is is my most important piece of technology excellent now Think about your phone and now tell me three things you're grateful for that phone. I mean, you share a little bit, but what would be a gratitude that you can
1: share? One, being able to connect with Mm -hmm. anybody I want to in the world. Yes. Two, the phone has enabled me to stay up to date with what's happening in the world. Other people's news, other people's messages. see where we are in the world, what people need, and three, being able to put out content to help people. I've been able to film it, upload it, and
0: help people in the world with what they need. Love it, Natasha. Thank you so, so, so much. I'm so grateful for you and so honored for you to be here with us in Cyber Mindful with Sandra. And is there a how can people contact you? We're going to put your, your website and all Natasha's information in the episode. So, again, buy this book. She is really very special. And I'm so happy that, Thank you. that you're here. Well, if
1: for anyone listening, they can come to the book club like you. Every other Friday, we have a book club. Okay. And it's beautiful. Go on be it until you become it.com. All the details are there get yourself a copy of the book and come to the book club. It's such a beautiful space. So many people, we come together in a community and I coach and teach the methods from the book. We go through chapter by chapter, technique by technique. I go deeper, we go into the methodologies, the latest neuroscience, and we work through methodically on things which people are facing in their life and how to overcome it using the MBS method, Meditational Behavioral Synchronicity. Be it until you become it.com.
0: Thank you, Natasha. Thank you so much. And Thanks. see you next next week in the next. Yay! On Friday, <laughs> On this Friday. Friday. Yeah, this is the first Yay. Friday of the month. Absolutely. I'll be there. And thank you, everyone, for listening and sending you love and gratitude. Ciao and bye for now. Thank you for listening I'm so grateful for you today so if you enjoy this episode please tag me in social media at way to protect again it's way number two protect and let me know if this episode has helped you. I would love to hear from you and if you like to know more about me check out my resources at my website sandraestock.com. and remember be intentional be aware and be mindful be I am. B I I am now.